Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. Hopefully now that the state is at Phase 3 opening, as always, this is your host Tony with our boy Nick. Hello, what what happened to Nick's? Now remember, we're remember Nick? I told you we we No, we, no, we, you didn't tell me nothing. Last this, last last episode no. I was like, well, you're gonna call you Nick now. No. <laughs> That's what we call me now. <laughs> call me now, <laughs> Nick's. So uh, yeah, as people I if you're not from Florida, uh we are open to phase three now. Uh Governor DeSantes officially stated that all bars, restaurants are at full capacity. Uh, theme parks as well. Uh, you could do concerts, and venues are open 100 percent capacity. Yeah, because people are the, just gonna the, do that. The only one that has like a restriction on capacity, which is funny, is sports. Being that the Miami Heat is in the in the finals right now, so it's funny. I just, I, I just think it's funny. I want to see what happens. I want to see like how many people actually like. Because you, I, you know what the funny thing is, is like the whole the bars thing, because. You know, I used to be in that industry, yeah. and um, before the pandemic, I was in that industry where, you know, I would go and I would, you know, whatever. So, I follow a lot of people that still kind of work for that industry or, or just active participants in it, right? Yeah. I have not seen a change in the last couple of months. You would think I did. Well, you know, I'm sorry, not the last couple of months. I did not. I, I have... We're in phase three, like, as of, like, maybe a week or so ago, right? Mm-hmm. So... But I be like let's say three maybe two three months whatever, uh-huh. it's basically the same thing. I've seen these people still going out, still partying, still no like so. It's it really doesn't feel that different except for certain places not open. But so the people that weren't gonna do it were gonna do it apparently. But yeah, which I find especially because it was technically not legal. But whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They were I, having one of those. Uh, what is it? Uh, underground. Uh, prohibition parties seems like <laughs> it, which is funny because that's like a there is bars like that downtown like a, they have that theme the speakeasy yeah so like it's so like super appropriate now um i don't know we'll see what happens i just think it's funny it's almost like yeah you guys can go out and do what you know go you know do all this stuff i'm like yeah i'm good here yeah we're good i'm we're, good we're, we're not going cool. you, you guys do, i'm good yeah all right guys have, <laughs> have, have fun over there uh, full capacity no i'm good i'm good uh if i want drinks i'll just go to the liquor show real quick and go back to my what house does it look? <laughs> and, and, and put on some blasting ass music and just call it a day i'm chill i'm good thanks yeah, thanks bro thanks <laughs> um but yeah it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks a uh, couple weeks now yeah, it has. All right, so let's get into some topics. Talk let's to see me, how bro. you feel about it. All right, so Sony mm-hmm. announced that they are remastering Spider-Man, uh, for, uh, Spider-Man the, the the game for the PS5. Mm-hmm. And in the process, they ended up rem- changing out the look of the Peter Parker from the PS4 version. So he closely resembles like the Tom Holland character. Yeah. Why? They were just trying to say that the insomniac, uh, insomnia, was mm. saying that they wanted to boost up the look so people could appreciate the power that PS Five has. He doesn't. Or, it's funny because I'm looking at him like he doesn't look as much as Tom Holland as like one of these guys from that used to do a Disney show that did not make it. Yeah. <laughs> Like he looks closer to the the kid from uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. You think? <laughs> Who's his name? Chase or something? I don't know. Some I don't know. Calvin or something. Whatever. His he name does is. not look like Tom Holland to me. He looks like I said. It's it's a little bit closer to compared to the other one, which um, there was a huge thing on uh, I, do Twitter. Do you think it was that they intended to make him look like Tom Holland, or just they just remastered him and it's like, they, oh man, look, it looks like Tom Holland. Yeah, people are like, oh, it looks a lot like Tom Holland. I, I, and I think they were it's like, not well, a big difference from the other two characters. Like, no, it's a big difference. Yeah, I don't think so. It is. It's a huge difference between the both characters. No, oh, the jawline is a little more rounded off. But the funny thing is, I think no. that that uh, the the actor the the guy that they did the motion capture, mm-hmm. I think his name is uh uh Bob D- uh, Dubakin. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name properly. But there was a huge Twitter thing that mm-hmm. people were like, "That's my Spider Man." 
<laughs> just, like, just, just keep him the way it was. Just keep him the way it was. And I, I think somebody somebody was like made a joke about it. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, he doesn't have the right bone structure for PS5. That he can't remember. <laughs> just keep his face and just clean it up. Like, no, you change out the whole look completely. Uh, oh man, I I just think it's it's funny, just because I mean, I get the popularity, but you know, I don't know. I I get that there's some people that like Tom Holland. I love Tom Holland. Yeah, but am I gonna go pick up a game? Be just because like a game I might already have, just because the character looks more like Tom Holland now. Yeah, that's I'm like mm, probably not. Like mm-hmm. the game is still good, and I like playing it the way it is. Like it just because you made that little tweak ain't gonna make me like. Now, if you were to do something crazy, you know, you make him look like Adam West, dude. That's that's worth getting. Like <laughs> Adam West. Why, no, man? I don't know. Just I'm just thinking <laughs> random. Just like, super random. Like oh man. You know, you, you start making the characters look like the different people like you would never ever see. Like make them look like Jesse from uh from Full House, you know. Like, <laughs> oh like, my <laughs> It's like what? Stamos? Yeah, just like go straight Stamos on it, like like somebody I, odd. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, if you're gonna do something, I'm not gonna go pick up a game because it looks more like maybe somebody I recognize as Spider Man now, but that doesn't that, that's that's not exciting to me. Make it exciting by putting it to somebody who is like you would never see, like what? Or even better, make him look like uh, um, Scott Bayo when he did Charles in Charge. Oh wow! <laughs> just let's go full old school meta on that. Just like what? That's... Or or somebody if you look it up, maybe somebody who is famous that that was supposed to be Spider Man who didn't take the role. That would be interesting too. Oh yeah. That would be cool. Like, if you can think about anybody who was supposed to be up for the role, didn't get it. Almost like if you were to make a, imagine if you were to make a uh, Back to the Future game and you were to, say, remaster it. And you're like, instead of using uh, uh, Michael J. Fox, you use, what was the other guy's name? The original? Uh, There was a, there was a, I mean, I unfortunately can't remember it, but there was another actor who actually test shot for the role and everything i think he was oh let me get i'm, I'm looking him up uh, yeah no. but yeah he test shot for the role and everything if you were to make the game look like like him that would be like what i want to see what that looks like um but that's what i'm saying is like you if you're gonna do it make it interesting yeah uh eric schultz yeah er, the eric schultz stoltz <laughs> stoltz yeah. schultz uh so i don't know that's something if you're gonna do something like that and make it interesting yeah but leading into that yeah with spider-man uh they already confirmed that Jamie Foxx is reprising his role as Electro for the Spider-Man 3 movie. The Sony Spider-Man movie. I want to movie. say this. In, okay, so how about All this? Right, go. I'm going to put you a theory that I read and I kind of like like the theory of it. But yeah. go, go, go. What you got? Okay, so I have nothing against Jamie Foxx. I love him as an actor and I like him in a couple roles. I don't think he had a fair shot when it came to that that particular Spider-Man movie because... I think that movie had a lot of good elements and a lot of bad elements. So yeah. he was kind of just in the mix of it. I, I, I think it was, way, it was way too much going on in that movie. Okay. And I think they played him. They put him to play a very over the top character, as far as you know who he was and it started who he ended up with. Whatever, right? Yeah. So I don't think he had a fair shot with that. But I don't know when it comes to them bringing characters over, like. I feel like he didn't have that kind of popularity to say, like, oh, yeah, he was that guy. We should definitely bring him over. Yeah. Like, he didn't staple the Electro as a character. So, I mean, I prefer Sandman over, like, yeah. <laughs> like if you're no, going to no. bring the guy who plays Sandman, for some reason, I always thought he it was, was a, a good great, very was good, a interesting character that, that yeah. I wish they would have fleshed out more. Yeah. Or they would have, meet, like, meet him as more of the big bad than they did Venom. I agree. So. Okay, so what's... All what? right, so here's the, here's the theory that I read and with multiple theories. Okay. So, with Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. coming into this as Electro, yeah. there's already been rumors that uh, Tobey Maguire is reprising his role in this as Spider-Man also. Okay. Because Do- uh, Doctor Strange 2 uh, Multiverse of Madness yeah. is pretty much opening up the, the, the multiverse universe that... Because they already have uh, J.K. Simmons as Jonah, as Jonah Jameson for yeah. the uh, the the Tom Holland Spider Man, and he was Jonah Jameson for the Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So now they're having the speculation that confirming Jamie Foxx as 
Electro, the exact character, it's mm. either they're bringing that universe into it as almost as they did the Spider-Verse for the Miles Morales movie. That's a rumor. Okay, why. but here's the thing, though. Um, Electro wasn't Tobey Maguire's villain. No, no, but that's the thing. Is that now they, they, they open up to having Andrew Garfield come in. Okay. And Tobey Maguire into the Spider-Man's universe because of the uh, multiverse dimensional aspect that Doctor Strange is bringing in into the MCU universe. That is, uh, I was reading that and I was like, that's um, very interesting that I, th- I think that it's, it's a far stretch and I think if anybody could do it correctly or uh, with very, a lot of pizzazz, I'm saying, it would be M- the MCU or Kevin Feige whole, like, Running this whole thing, so yeah, okay, this is interesting because I'm okay. I'm thinking, okay, it is, it is, it it's, it is super interesting because it this opens up to uh, Sinister Six because Doc, if that controls, then Doc Ock died, or he suggestively died. Well, I think he did pass away in part no, two. He, he actually uh, sacrificed himself. Yeah, he sacrificed himself. But um, it opens up the lizard. It opens up uh, James Franco's. Oh, no, but he died. No, but the too. lizard too. That's when they all kind of died. They all kind of died, yeah. But I'm tr- I'm trying to see who else can they bring back from the other universe. Other well, than- here's another interesting thing. What about if they decide to go with all storylines, and they were like, because now if you do the multi universe, you could literally just bring everybody who's ever played any character, bring them out anyways, and then kind of introduce a new one, and that way people are more accepting. So like, okay, you already have Tom Hardy as Venom, right? Yeah. What about if you bring uh, what's his name, the guy from, the guy from uh, uh, um, How Much Your Mother, the one who's married to Sofia um, Vergara? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Well, he technically he should have been Venom, wasn't it? He was he was Eddie Brock. Yeah, he was Eddie Brock in 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 the original Tobey Maguire, you know, Spider Man, right? No, he was never... Flash. He was Flash. Well, he was Flash. Flash Gordon. Thompson. Flash Sorry, Thompson. Flash Thompson, but. Doesn't Flash Thompson become somebody too? Like he does. He becomes Venom, a different version of Venom. A no? different version, I think. So again, yeah, you bring out him, you bring him back as an as a Venom, and then you bring, uh, and then that leads you. Those are from different worlds, but then obviously, if they exist in their world, that Venom must exist in that in our universe, which means you can introduce Venom into Tom Holland's world. That's not Tom Hardy, or it's not Tom, or it's not the other guy. So it's, it's almost like you can bring out characters that exist. That we've already been introduced, that have now been introduced in Tom Hardy's world, yeah. or Tom Holland's world, and you bring them out from other worlds, and you're like, wait a minute, you start making the connection where it's like, well, he exists in that universe, that's Spider-Man's universe, that means I have to expect him in minds. Yeah. So you kind of use that storyline to do that. Yeah, to open up other characters. So like, Tom, uh, Jamie Foxx is Electro in Garfield's universe, so now Tom Holland has to look out for Electro in his universe. Yeah. So, so I'm just thinking that in those, in those cases is interesting in that way. Yeah. So when I, when I first read it, I was like, oh, it's, I, like I said, I, I didn't like the character itself, how he was portrayed. Mm-hmm. He, he, Jamie Foxx is a great character. And every time he gets into a role, he gets invested and he sold it. But when I was like, Electro, I'm like, oh, I didn't like, I didn't like the character, how they wrote the character. I didn't like, the, the kind of storyline they gave him, which is it's different a little bit from what I remember. It just it kind of felt like they gave him the like he the the range in which like he was he was um how to put this he they made him play more of a a over the top cartoony version of it, kind of like you saw in in um in Batman in, in uh, Jim Carrey's Batman, right? Yeah. But yet the movie itself was filmed grounded. Yeah. So you filmed a person to be over the top in a movie that's more grounded. And that's where it's like it felt kind of like uneven. Off. Yeah. yeah it exactly. felt off with the character. And and they tried they tried moments to ground him with all the struggles he had before he turned into Electro. But then it was it was even that was a little bit comical. A that's little what I'm bit. saying. They went, they went a little too... Too far with this character, and the thing is, what bothers me is like I felt I connected with 
uh, Jamie Foxx's character more when before he became Electro than when he actually got the powers because after that he felt like he was a completely different person yeah. and there was no justification for it. So that's why it bothered me about it. I don't think they gave him the proper range for that that role. And that's why I'm like, I never really cared for that character because not because of Jamie Foxx's portrayal, it's just they didn't give him the proper material to give to a do good that. performance. Not only the proper material, the proper guidance to exactly. like whoever. No, because the writing could could do be like this is how I want, and then the director could either go the same different the same way or differently. And I don't know if it was a mix up of the writing to the directing to the post production. It yeah. just felt off compared to the whole movie. Yeah, and, and that's what. But now that they're bringing them back, and then I was like, I was very hesitant. But then when I first started reading other articles and other. Uh, tweets about it and other theories that people have. I'm like, if they're doing this with the concept of introducing the multiverse, then I love the idea of him bringing him in because he's just he's just an anchor for to uh, for um, uh, Garfield's Spider-Man to come into that world. Yeah. Now that now that they have the rumors of Tobey Maguire coming in, because it's been a rumor that they want to do all three, all three want to be in a movie together, and. This would be the best way because it would just be no, an introduction. I think the, multi, the multiverse un- thing like, is going to like be a, like a pre-introduction to Doctor uh, Doctor Doom. I mean Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange. Mm. Doctor Strange is a multiverse of madness. Although you know, like the multiverse, I wonder what how it's going to play for the if it plays into the X Men universe. I don't know. Where uh, you use. I mean, they kind of did something similar with uh, uh, the time one, um, uh, the one where you saw the young version, the older version of them. Of what? Uh, of uh, Xavier and Magneto. First class? Not first class. Uh, Days, first of class Fe- Days of Futures Past? Days of Future Past, right? So that was a cool version where they saw that. Yeah. So imagine something like that, but then, again, it goes to the same thing where it's like you show them not to show them that this is going to be part of their, they're going to be part of this universe. But to show them in, in respect of like, okay, well, we acknowledge you guys and you guys did a great job, but we have our own version of this coming to our universe. Yeah. So that introduces, I don't know. I just think it's an interesting concept that Marvel does that where it's like, let's not just disregard the previous version of these these characters. Let's acknowledge them. Let's bring them in. But then use that kind of like acknowledgement to introduce our characters. Our versions of those same characters. Yeah. That'd be an interesting way to approach it. Yeah, I know. That would be interesting. But yeah, let's let's see let's see where they come up once they start re- releasing either the trailer or some storyline or synopsis of what the next Spider Man movie is gonna be. Well, I think the best the movie is gonna give us the best or not even the movie. What's gonna give us the best uh kind of introduction, I think that's why they haven't uh, released it yet? What is going to be WandaVision? Yeah, it's gonna be, I think this is going to be the, the stepping stone. Into I think yeah, I think WandaVision is going to be the perfect uh, teaser. Yeah, into what, what to expect going forward. Yeah. All right. So next on the agenda. All right. So this was announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, they already announced that they already casted uh, Iman Vanali as Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. for the Disney Plus. TV show series. So I love the idea that this, I, I was looking her up mm-hmm. and she has no other movies under her belt. Like no other, no other TV like, show, like no. No other TV show or anything that, that will, uh, will like, will show her resume of like what other things she's been in prior to. Cause sometimes the, they probably done small movies that doesn't get into the IMDB. Mm-hmm. She has nothing. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's a fresh face. With no, with no um, other things to like critique her against of other projects. Yeah. So I feel like when they come with a fresh face like that with no background, I feel like people like that are they get antsy. They get one, they get antsy, or two, they get really hungry that they really get committed into this role mm-hmm. and they kill it. See, but then then you fall into the one. I mean, okay, so it doesn't hurt the show; it hurts the actor, right? Yeah. In the sense of then she gets introduced. As this character, right? That means that she has nothing to placate after that. So, basically, Tom Holland's doing a good job because as much as he's trying to play Spider-Man, yeah, it looks like he's taking on a lot of other characters and roles to kind of counterbalance it, right? Yeah. 
Um, because I think he, I mean, he's been we've been talking, we've been hearing about him doing Uncharted, yeah, uh, for a while. Which if he does that, was going to be a great kind of like way to throw everybody off of Spider Sense, right? Yeah. Not to say that he still won't be Spider Man. It's just be different. This, because, this the movie that we're reading today completely yeah. changes that. So, because then you don't want the Christopher Reeves issue, where it's like I don't remember. Like, can you really name another movie that Christopher Reeves did? Uh no, not really. Now that man did a lot of movies. He was an actor. He was. I remember. Good. I remember like two. One movie he did, but that's one like post accident that he was like uh he owned like a, farm, a horse farm or something. That was like the last movie he did, his last ever movie before he passed away. Oh no, then this is not. That was that's what I'm saying. Is like no, but prior to that, I don't remember him in any other movie. I feel like I do remember one movie, but barely. But that's what I'm saying. Is like as much I'm I'm happy for her, and I hope that she does it well, and I hope that it it goes off well. I just hope that if she is good at her her job, if she does this job well, and she is a good actress, I hope she has the opportunity to branch out to other projects. Of course, yeah, because. Then the, the problem is, and if you get placated to, or you get a, a what is the typecast? Typecast, yes. You become typecasted as a character. It's difficult. Like it's for for actors, it's difficult to think about this. Like think about uh, Jim Carrey or um, uh, Robin Williams when they try to they they try to do serious and dramatic or or like villainous roles and. It was the most difficult thing for the public to, to kind of accept because it was like, even though they did great at it, it was just people not used to it. it it's 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 weird. It's hard. It's something that's hard for people to accept. I think it's more like, accepting now than before. What do you mean? Like people that that branch out to their like a different role, mm-hmm. like how you said, like Jim Carrey, Robin Williams when he did like One Hour Photo or Twenty Three Twenty Three for Jim Carrey, or even um. He was not. Ser- he was. It was a more of a serious role for um, like, um, uh, what's that movie? Adam Sandler. For Adam Sandler, like uncut, uncut gems. Yeah, but un- but the thing is, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is always kind of uh, hop skipped. Yeah, Good Will Hunting bit. was more of a serious role for for Rob Williams. But he still kind of played that that well. Because the thing is, I don't. Most people don't know. No, but it's a different dynamic from going from like Mrs. Doubtfire to Goodwill. No, Hunter. but think about this. The thing is, is like I don't think people know uh, Rob Williams' filmography as much. There was a movie that I remember growing up watching, um, uh, something like The World According to Gilbert Grape or something some weird. It was a weird movie like that, and he did the same thing. He was kind of like funny, but it was a serious, like crazy role. So in that case, it was still kind of in his wheelhouse. But obviously, one hour photo was when he was like the villainous, and that was the one where it was people were harder to accept. The reason I say that is because, like, for example, um, Tom, uh, um, why am I like blank on his name right now? Which one? Uh, who, the Jim most, Carrey. No. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes, Hanks. I think Hanks. <laughs> we'll, Tom we'll Hanks. Suck a charades. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, what is it? What Naming we, people. Yeah. Um, well, Tom Hanks, people forget Tom Hanks is one of the first. Kind of like roles Bosom that he buddies. did. Bosom Buddies was his TV show. Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party was one of his first movies, and then he did a bunch of movies where he was like that character. Where he was just very over the top. He was over the funny. And Joe he, versus a volcano. volcano. Joe versus a volcano. Uh, uh, Turning hooch. Yeah. Um, there was a, a laundry list. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, the Money Pit. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of them, but um, I think he started to accept roles really early in his career. Aside from the comedic roles, to start doing more dramatic and serious, and that, or I think Philadelphia was one of the most, yeah, like starter, like the ones that early, early, yeah, yeah. Because after that, I think a couple of years after that, he did Road to Redemption, he did Terminal, which was a serious role. But that's what I'm saying. He did. That's what I'm saying. So like, actors like that, you need to as much as you you're beloved in one way. You need they need to jump into other things. I mean, I mean, and obviously she has a long career. She's a young, she's, she's a young 16. girl. Yeah, she's a young girl. It's just I like the idea. I just hope that it goes well for her, and they yeah. don't try to placate her because next thing you know, you might be like Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel, I'm sorry, I love Vin Diesel, but I have not seen him successfully do a movie outside of that whole tough guy uh, that that goes over well. Even when he goes into something else, remember because remember the witch hunter, whatever it's called. Yeah, that most people don't recognize. Most people don't say like it was a good or bad movie. It's just he's more always just a tough guy, like Fast and Furious. Yeah, 
That's the same thing with uh, I saw Boiler, Boiler Room with him. And I love that movie. And people people tend to forget that one, but he also kind of did play the same kind of like that's in, yeah he played the little he he was he was softer handed than that on most, but his, his the features of what he gave off it was always like he's a much like the the strong man in the room. True, but I think if he would have done played up more roles like that, but you know just like that one, more when he was just a verbal kind of tough guy, you know like yeah. always joking around, versus I say remember Knock Around Boys. Yeah. I was saying, knock around boys and Fast and Furious. That's it. That's uh, you're ready. That's you're you're typecasted. Yeah, because he has Reddit, Triple X. But again, again, those all the, all, all, they all fall into. The yeah, same. if he went into more like boiler room type movies, I think he would have definitely extended his career a little bit better. Yeah, but don't get me wrong, psh, dude. It has played well for him. I mean, whatever, Fast and Furious 100. What, you know, yeah, hey. and outer space <laughs> versus. Galactus. But, uh, so I mean, we're like literally talking about all these different things that had nothing to do. So tell me about the. Do you know anything about too much about that character specifically? The character she's gonna be playing. Um, she is. So all right. So Camilla Khan is from Jersey, which is funny because my <laughs> wife is from Jersey. She not, she's I, she fell asleep. So um, she. I remember I was reading a little bit about her. About the, the, the yeah. So she she was um she was fresh introduced in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, is it was an issue. So she, similar to Carol Danvers, yeah. so which is like her idol, um, you know, Captain Marvel. She took on the name Miss uh, Marvel. Okay. So she has, I think, she has the ability of strength. She has uh, the ability of. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up now because I know that I, I haven't read much and never remember. Uh, but she doesn't have that level power, right? Um, I don't. Especially if you're gonna do a TV series, and I'm guessing it's gonna be located on Earth. Yeah, I don't think she has cosmic powers. So she has super strength, endurance, stamina, physical durability, a limited, uh, uh, like uh, uh, precognitive senses. Mm-hmm. Um, she so she can sense danger. Yeah, she has a resistance to most toxins and poison. So I think she she's like a little mini super person, like Superman or whatever. Yeah, like almost like Carol Danvers. She has like some other. I don't know if she has flight. If I remember, she, I think she does. She might have flight also. But so she, is this? Uh, I wonder if this is going to be more of a coming of age thing. I think or? it's going to be a coming of age because yeah. in the character itself is she's very young. Yeah. So in itself, so but she does she does team up with. Um, Avengers and other comic issues. She's done uh, issues with Guardians of the Galaxy, Shield, uh, Mighty Avengers, X Men. So, so the ability to, for her to be integrated into the MCU mm-hmm. is is very likely, depending mm-hmm. how likable this character is portrayed in the Disney Plus series. I'm just, I'm curious if they do if they go that route too, where it's like TV shows become like think about like. TV shows become the, your own series, like your own series of comics. And then when you do movies, it's almost like collaboration, like, you know, like whatever. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think off the cuff here, but like, let's say Punisher. Punisher has a TV show series, right? Which is his own comic book series type thing. But then when he is, when you do, when you go to the movie theater, you go to big VOD, those big budgets, that's when you do like a collab where let's say he goes against Avengers or he's with Avengers, stuff like that. So when you introduce multiple characters into one storyline, that's when you get into big VOD and then everything else is a TV show. Yeah, it's almost like how they did with um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which... Well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't really it, it, successfully they, do that. It was almost they, like, it was like a, a hint and a nod type thing. Yeah, but a lot of the things, yeah, they had, they hinted, but they let they had some issues, some episodes had like easter eggs of what's coming up in the movie no i get that part so i think it's not going to be strongly correlated but Mm -hmm. if this one is then it's strongly correlated that it's leading her into what the next movie that she'll show up in for a little bit and then after she gets out of that she goes back to her world yeah so it's hard it's it's going to be hard it'll it'll be great to integrate her into the mcu universe cinematic the cinema universe yeah but it falls onto the issue of how um, CW has it with their CW verse, okay. where when they have the when they have CW, I love how you, I love how you're honoring the name, yeah. Even though like the I don't feel like seeing Arrowverse. I know, but when <laughs> they do the, when they do the the 
all the the group together like the meetup episodes yeah it just what's weird, what's funny about it is that they'll do like five episodes prior to the meetup to the the collab and they'll talk a little bit about it and mm-hmm. then it happens and when they go back to their normal storyline it's like nothing ever happened before that yeah, I know. maybe like one episode they'll, they'll there's mention always, it there's, yeah i've noticed this that's why i always had to catch up with all the other shows i noticed where it's like um on the collab there's something that's introduced or acknowledged or mentioned. Yeah. And then that one little key detail is the only thing that's brought up. So, like, yeah, we just defeated, you know, all the aliens from another planet. But, I, you know, I found out that you changed my little son to a daughter or something like that, right? Yeah. So that's the only thing they bring up on the TV show. They don't bring up the actual alien. Yeah. So I, that's the only issue <laughs> that I think I'll, I'll, I would have with... Um, Miss Marvel is like if they do a whole season mm-hmm. and then she goes into like a whole a whole fight scene and like Spider-Man or Doctor Strange or something. And then she mm-hmm. comes back. It's like her friends will be like, bro, you went to outer space. Like, we're not going to talk about this right now. We're not going <laughs> to deal with this issue. You're going to come back and be like, yo, I have to finish homework by Tuesday. Like, <laughs> That's another thing, too, is like if it's because oh, what is like? I mean, I grew up with that kind of stuff, too. Like, you think about uh. So I think about the shows that were very common with that kind of stuff, like um, uh, something. I remember there was one. It was like, don't tell them it was me or something like that. Um, Secret Superhero. So I forgot what it was called. But it was something like where there was always these shows where these people trying to deal with their normal you know, normal day-to-day lives having have superpowers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or like Smallville. Perfect example. Smallville. Yeah. Or stuff like that, where it's like it's not necessarily about their powers specifically, or about whatever it's, or the world saving the world. It's almost like let me see, like you said, let me save the world, and let me make sure to get get home before home. dinner. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's not. But it's not I, it it's was not cool when I was work. growing up. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna work anymore. Yeah, it's gonna. It it it, it would it would work. Cause they'll try to make it work. It'd just be very offsetting for me. It would just be like I don't think we're there anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So talking about Disney, uh, which has been a really like because we're talking about Spider-Man, Disney, um, they have uh, Brian. Let me pull up his name. Brian, uh, Barry, sorry, Barry Jenkins, the director to Moonlight and uh, If Bale Street Could Talk coming out with the sequel to The Lion King. They just announced this, I think, two days ago. So I don't think that the Lion King, the live action, I think it, I think they're doing the sequel to, needs a a sequel. So there was I, I remember reading about that somewhere, but okay, because somebody goes, but you know, why would they do that? But then I'm like, didn't they actually do a sequel in the, yeah. in the cartoon? The, like the son, son, of, son of son of Scar or something like that. No, son of Simba. Simba's no, the daughter of Simba. Something like that. No, but didn't Scar have a kid or something? Yeah, Scar had a son. Right, so what about if that? But didn't I mean Scar? I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's never seen. But didn't Scar die? Yeah, but he, he could still have offsprings. Okay, prior to dying, I don't know. Just he was jamming it to everybody there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Why not? It'd be funny because obviously you know his crew was like yeah dying. Simba's Simba's pride. Simba's pride, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, doesn't uh, like it's funny because obviously uh, Scar always hung out, spent all his time with um, the hyenas. Can you imagine if like it was a like a a hybrid? A hybrid. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if they're gonna how they're gonna make it look live action to make it realistic. <laughs> they're gonna they have to do what they gotta do, but no, it, I don't know. it was. <laughs> I understand that they did. Or the maybe anim- they're going to correct even, the mistakes even, they made. Even in the animated series, it mm. was not needed. It was just why continue a story that was already a good story to begin with, even though it was ripped off from an old Japanese movie, animated movie. But why? I think the only reason I think Lion King out of all the 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 recent updates did not go well is because technically it wasn't a live action. It was just better animation. Yeah. That's something like, regardless, I don't care how how you explain it. It's that's 
all really is is because technically none of those characters can talk whatever so you're not filming actual lines and stuff you're literally just way better animation that's all it is yeah and i think that's what threw people because at least with the uh, whole live action you're connecting with the actors that play them you know that's the whole point you connect with those actors but if you're just when it comes to that like the whole live action to a cartoon or something like that then just make it but it's weird like it would have been more impressive if they did a live action like that when it's like better animation with cars or toy story uh, but you know what i'm saying you know, like uh, i'm not saying it's not weird i'm saying it would be more impressive it would be more impressive yes <laughs> but but can you imagine no but i just can uh, you imagine it with toy the, story toy, story, toy live, story live action is literally indian in the cupboard no no, no, no. And then the cover? Oh, I understand what in the cover is. I know what in the cover is. What I'm saying is it wouldn't work in the sense of like the only people that would be live action would be the humans. The humans, exactly. But because in the cupboard is he put him in the cupboard and he came out human. Yeah. He was still a doll afterwards. So this is a movie where the dolls would be, like I said, better animation. But hey, I would be accepting if. Well, I don't know. I don't think... Emotionally speaking, I can't take... So, what are they going to do? An Ants live action, too? That would be creepy. <laughs> Bugs Life? <laughs> man, that would be so creepy. No, one I would want to watch if they did a live action would, would be Brave. Wait, what? Brave. I'm surprised they haven't thought that. They haven't done that yet. It's, part, it's not part of their Disney classics yet. It's still in their like, Pixar, modern Pixar. Most of the most of the live actions that they've done, it's part of the Disney classics. Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. Now they're coming up with Little Mermaid. I just you know it's funny, I don't think let's say like uh can you imagine uh Princess and Snow the Frog? White. I don't think the Princess Frog would work either. Not considerably live action, I don't think it would work. No. Um just because Pinocchio, but Pinocchio's not even done. It's not going to be a live action, but it's not going to be done through Disney. Pinocchio is a weird one, too, because it's like... Do you remember the story of Pinocchio? That's what sometimes I think about the story of Pinocchio. Are they going to have these kids smoke cigars? Or like, I don't know. It's <laughs> He was a real messed up kid. That's what I'm saying. The whole That was like, it was just really messed up, like yeah. drugs and stuff. But, but um, ultimately, I don't think it does. No, you know what I want to... You know what I would accept as a live action? You know what I would want to see as a live action? What? Please tell me. Why are you thinking so long? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm pausing for dramatic effect over here. I'm <laughs> Go Wally. Ooh, that would be dope. Wally. That's one of my favorite <laughs> Pixar movies. But I can see that where you get, but like, it's, it's a, it's modern Pixar. You have to pick a Disney classic. Why? Because that's all they're doing for live action. All the, you know, it's funny, but okay, Disney classics are not Disney classics. They're just. I'm saying, but they—they they literally just ripoffs of like old. Yeah, uh, but they call them Disney classics because they—the they, popularity came. Because it was Disney. the first ones they got that were stolen. I don't know, man. Not because <laughs> they got stolen. It's just the, the most popular version of that story. I guess I don't know. I just because those stories have been told even before Disney. Even no, I, of like, course, it's just that the po- like, they, they those, just got popularized and. Because I don't want to see another. I don't want to see another um, uh, Cinderella or. You know stuff like that. Like I think they're almost running out because the most popular ones are already out. Because everybody, like I was talking about, they did Dumbo, they did. Mulan. Well, the only one they haven't you haven't seen yet, and the they one did that Cinderella, the, the one that the, the the most dramatic effect, which was a uh, um Rapunzel. No, wait, have they, they haven't done Rapunzel? No, I've seen live action Rapunzels, but I haven't seen yeah, but their the, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, um, uh, uh, Little Mermaid, which is coming out. I suppose, I don't. No, they have the ca- they have the casted and everything. Yeah, we talked about yeah. I yeah, know. they already have it casted, so they're gonna come out. It's just that I think after this, I think they're gonna take. I think after this Little Mermaid, they should take a chill on live action. And not, I think they should just make their like start making new ones. Like, I mean, but, I don't know. But it, that's what it's just a lazy work if you just want to come out with old like old ones and just with a new twist. Yeah, but but that's the great. Here's the greatest thing, is that. They're coming out with live action for uh-huh. for for their end for their original or their classic movies mm-hmm. that people loved, but that's the thing that now that Pixar is more is taking over their animated side, mm-hmm. a lot of their are are contests are so original. Toy Story, Wally, um, what's another one? Uh, Monsters Inc. 
right? In- inside Out. Soul that just came out. They're super. They're super. They're, they're, they're I don't su- think I can handle a live action Toy Story because like that's that would be scary emotionally as fuck. speaking, it would destroy me. It would be scary as hell. <laughs> it would be like Puppet Master. It, it, would de- <laughs> it would destroy me. Like the emotions, I would cry like a baby. Um, um I'm trying to think of like you know what's really weird is like obviously you know at my age, I'm not sure my age, but. Growing up, Disney felt like it was more movies when I was a kid. Like now, is that you see like more animated or those the ones that we call classics? I don't really like. I watched them, but it wasn't as apparent as like all these other ones. Because like, what we remember is a lot. Because Disney used to come out with one movie a month. Didn't they come out with Flight of the Navigator? Uh, I want to say yes. But that's what I'm saying. I would like to see that now. Like, why don't you reboot stuff like that? Like, or I know they didn't work well. Because they tried to remake it in then uh, I think in the early two thousands, which was um, uh, Race to Witch Mountain. Yeah. But when I was a kid, that was huge. I used to love those movies. Those kids. That's movies. the one with the uh, the Rock. That was the one the remake with the Rock. But yeah, when I was a kid, the original ones, the the Race to Witch Mountain, that was int- I loved those. It was interesting. Yeah, I think they should touch back into their into their other movies. Because like, mm-hmm. I remember they used to come up with one movie a month, like The Luck of the Irish, or uh, like something with bowling. Yeah, like it, oh, was, the, it, was, it was straight to it was straight to, to was it Kurt Disney Douglas Channel? did uh, something about the something about the kid in the computer tennis shoes or something like that. it was some weird like yeah yeah but it was like really common back in that time it was like you just saw a lot of these like weird movies and Disney Channel itself does have a lot of those yeah or they did have a lot of those I don't know if they do it anymore but though they wouldn't go straight to theater or stuff like that so I don't know I'm trying to think what what they, can they do at this point. And there's a lot of cartoons. I mean, they already did. What about old dog, no, old dogs go to heaven. Uh, I don't know because they did. They did leading the tramp and it trashed really bad. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I don't it, know it was it. really bad. So I'm like, don't do old dogs. Fibo goes west. Fibo goes west. Well, what happened if they do the little toaster? Oh no, the little toaster wasn't Disney. That would be creepy. It wasn't Disney though. I well, either way, that would be creepy. Yeah, I don't want to see my appliances talk. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Nix's Nick's Corner Review. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Nix's Corner Review. <laughs> All right, so we're doing something special today. So instead of a movie review, we're going to do our first episode review of. Utopia, the new uh-huh. Amazon Prime show that came out, which I'm surprised that it's not getting a lot of like talk. It's crazy. It's it, it, it well, it feel, it falls into my realm because it covers covers underground cults, comic books, nerds, and adventure. So this this show revolves around a young group, a young group of outcasts in their own right uh, that are super obsessed with this comic book called Dystopia mm-hmm. and they found the follow-up uh, comic for it and they fall into this into this underground world of cults and that the you might be going too much into the story because I, yeah, yeah, no, I don't get to watch the first episode no no it's, I'm not I'm not trying to spoil it but it's based off the trailer that's how much okay. pretty much they just dive deep they, into they saw something that nobody else did and they dive deep into it and they're caught up in that world mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave it at that I think this first episode was amazing I think it was a great introduction to um, the cast that's running it because we already what I and which I loved about it is that the two main big name actors in it is Rain Wilson, which everybody knows is Dwight from The Office, mm-hmm. and John Cusack, and neither of them show up on the first episode, which I love because now you're not using them as anchor to hold you to pull you into the show because most of the time. But see, but that's where I think that's why why you, it answers the question of why you're not hearing about it as much. Um, and I think that's what it is. I'm like, I'm trying to think because I'm like, I think about all the other shows that have caught my attention that we have recently got into, right? Yeah. So like, um, the boys. Well, the boys. I was obviously we've been to I love, uh, 
uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country, but mind you, that was there's no big names there. That, that, that was a there. huge production. I think yeah. it was a production that they just kind of overdid it than anything else. So then you have uh, um, um, Raised by Wolves again. That's a Ridley Scott. So Ridley Scott was an anchor again, big production. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I think the TV shows are coming out with this huge production. I mean, think about it, the boys, the uh, the Umbrella Academy, all these different. They're huge productions. So this one. Um, it's interesting, but again, it, that's the thing. That's the reason. That's why it's a little off because it's dealing with comic books. So it's, it's, it's appealing to the comic book community, right? So people that are into comic books stuff like that, yeah. but it's not doing it in the way that most comic book what things do? are, which yeah. most comic book features are very big production and very visual because then you have, like, like I said, you have uh, uh Lovecraft, you have uh, raised by wolves, you have, um, Umbrella Academy have all these they're all kind of like very nerd very sci-fi comic whatever this is more way grounded cons- very conspiratorial very like underground-ish very X-Files but there's yeah. no sci-fi to it so I think that's where it's a little harder to draw a crowd so the big name would have been better and the thing is uh, the two the two actors you mentioned which I love them yeah but I don't know. I think they needed. They're, so uh, they're I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna get into it a lot more. It's just I think they just needed one young actor um, to round out the main the main cast yeah. to really draw people in. If you would have brought in somebody, I'm trying to think of who's a good um, actor who would have like been a mid tier actor that would bring in. a good yeah like um, like I, I okay so I I remember Sabrina didn't work out right Sabrina doesn't not gonna come out with another season or? yeah I think they're on their last season right yeah now. if you would have brought in characters from that that would have been good like somebody from there or it's weird because the only person identified from the initial people that showed up in this first episode was that that one redheaded guy from that um Eminem movie yeah um what was the name of that movie bodied bodied yeah. And that he wasn't he wasn't at all a main staple in the movie yeah. in the show. So that was the only person that I would have recognized. Everybody else is very like very fresh face. Very yeah. I've seen them before and I've seen them. Yeah, other stuff, I've seen them other the stuff, to, but not to be like, oh, I remember him from this exact movie, exactly, this exact character. Exactly. They have faces like, oh, I remember that he played in the movie that mm. I kind of remember what it was. Don't know the character's name. Don't mm. know what he did. But it's not like a name. I'd be like, oh, he's from this movie, this character. Bow. Well, okay, not to okay, so not to recast because I'm not. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the actors there. They're they're in there now. Yeah. But like, for example, um, there's a what was the name of the the, the really conspiratorial guy? Um, Wilson. Was his name Wilson? Okay. Yeah. So imagine him played by. Remember the guy from uh, uh, Balls of Fury. Oh, okay. Yeah. Imagine him played by that, like that that character played by that actor. That would have been a big draw. You would have been like, "What is this about?" I want, I'm interested in this, and yeah. I could see him playing that kind of like crazy conspiracy. Or even if you were to be Pat uh, Pat uh, Pat um Dan Fogler, no no uh, no, that's the guy from Balls of Fear, the guy who does all the comic book movie, TV shows. So, um, Pat uh, Pat Oswald. Yeah, if you would have got him in. And yeah. it, but not in that in his respective role to that character that that you were mentioning, mm-hmm. but give him a role in it. I think that would be an extra draw. It that would. That would be a huge draw because he does he loves those kind of comic book those characters like that. Yeah. So or just somebody like oh my god remember uh, what about if you were to get the guy from uh, uh, um, a sunny a sunny uh, sunny Philadelphia, um, the guy who the uh, happy I think is oh no, is his name happy. Something, uh, no, daily. Um, well, I'm blanking on the names today. Um, but if you got the guy from that 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 that, that show, he yeah. would have been an interesting draw. Like, I think this is what, that's what I think is missing. Charlie Day. Charlie Day, yeah. I think that the show is missing more of a comedic element because every show should have a little bit of balance where you have the drama, the levity, whatever like that. But then you have like a little bit of a a comedic actor who kind of rounds it out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it really has that. But either way, I'm interested to see what happens with the story. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, it, it drew me. Yes, I love the artwork. It's it's very much in my wheelhouse. Yeah, the artwork is very uh, dark, dystopia world. Mm-hmm. Post up. It looks a little bit for feels of a post apocalyptic. It looks like a, the comic book itself looks like a post apocalyptic Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, 
Clive Barker type style a little bit. Yeah. Which is come, what talking going off of it. Clive Barker is actually coming out with a movie mm-hmm. inspired a Clive Barker inspired movie this month. Yeah. In Hulu. I think it's called The Book of Bodies or The Bodies of Blood or something like that. But yes. going back to Utopia mm-hmm. based off first episode, not finishing the series yet, mm-hmm. I give it a four out of five. Nikki. Really? Yeah, I think I think it this just drew me in so much for on the first episode. Mm. I felt like it could have been a little different. Okay, so I I felt like there was elements of it that you could have held off a little bit. Yeah. Also, there was elements that they didn't even really touch on the first episode because there was something there was certain things that were setting up for, and I felt like it was never actually played out to. So yeah. you got to watch this, but. And also, there's the very, very final element that you're like, oh, snap, Um, which to me, I kind of threw me. I'm already like three episodes in as far as what I feel like is going to happen based on that one little cameo at the very end of the the first episode. I think if they would have held that out a little bit more, because that's the bombshell, which you should always throw the first episode with a bombshell. But I think it should have been more nuanced, more like you're not expecting it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm interested. I'm I'm hooked. Yes. To see what happens. It's funny for you to say that because you usually don't get into too many. You don't try to get into too many different shows or new shows all at once. I have or, that. that or, try to, or try to catch up because I'm how, so backed up right now. I know you're backed up and, it's, and I know it's hard of you to be like, I'm interested and I have to watch it just so we can keep the conversation about it. But because you have all the other shows you have to try. Like we're behind on uh, Raised by Wolves like three episodes. And we're trying to you catch know what up is? Something, you know, I've, I've had so many little things that I wanted to work on, projects in my head and stuff like that I want to get done. So every time I'm, I'm in my room, I'm on my computer, it's hard for me to focus on anything else. So when it comes to shows, I have to watch, I have to have something that I'm interested in, but it's not going to draw enough of my attention to take me away from what I was doing. Yeah. And it's weird as it sounds, that show I think will keep me interested, but allow me to continue doing what I'm doing. Like other shows, like I feel like there's so much little things like uh, Raised by Wolves or or Lovecraft. Lovecraft? Where yeah, it's you, like, you need your 100 percent attention. Exactly. I don't want to miss. And then sometimes it, it just won't let you because it's like you start to ignore and then you're like something just happened. Like, what? We need to rewind that. We need to rewind that. Yeah. So <laughs> I think this one allows you to because it I want to say it's a slow burn, but you kind of see where things are going and then things happen. It's like it's cool. Like it, it's easy to digest in a sense like that. Yeah, I think Hulu does that too a lot. Or like, remember that Amazon show that you introduced me to, where I watched the entire thing like in like a couple oh, hours. Uh, upload, yeah, upload. Yeah, sometimes I, it's just it's good to have a good, interesting show that you could digest. And I think this was this falls in that category. Yeah. So how many Nickies do you give it? I give it a three and a half. Three and a half. All right, so we have three and a half and a four Nickies. Yeah, man. That's good. So guys, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, called Utopia with uh, Rain Wilson and John Cusack. And like everyone, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And you can always follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. Or you can email us at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. What should we do to improve your listening pleasures? Any movies you want us to watch, any recommendations, any critiques, please let us know. And as always, Tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone. See you next week.